Good morning. Good morning. Back to school. Back to school. You know, it's like that Billy, Billy Madison. Anybody seen that? Good movie. Back to school. Hey, if you got your Bibles, open up to Matthew chapter 4. It's going to be our starting place this morning. As we're in the the second week of our series that we started last week called Purposes, where we're looking at the five purposes of the Gateway Church. And when I say Gateway Church, again, like we talked about last week, that means you. Because the church is not the building, it is the people. It's always been the people. And so when we talk about the five purposes of our church, these are five things that as a believer, as a Christian, that God has called us to, that God has called us to walk out. Okay, and so last week we talked about evangelism, about how we're all called to be sent. We're all called to share our faith. You know, scripture talks about we, we ought to be ready to defend or give a reason for why we believe what we believe. And we're all called to go out. We're called to be a light. You know, scripture talks about a city on a hill and we're supposed to scatter the seed. We're supposed to live sent, Right? We're supposed to live sin, and that's part of our, our strategy here at Gateway is Sabbath, disciple, and sin. We spend time with God, we stop, we get in the correct rhythm of how God's designed our lives, we rest, and we disciple, which we're going to talk about today, and then send. We're supposed to be sent out. You know, beautiful are the feet who proclaim the good news. That's what we looked at last week. Beautiful all the feet that proclaim the good news. And so I asked you, I told you, I, one of the questions that I've been asking our students uh, this past semester of where are the soles of your feet been? If I were to look at them, what would they reveal about how you're living? Would they reveal that you're being lived sent? Okay? And so did you live sent this week? Did you go throughout your week consciously going, God has assigned somebody for me? Who is it? Did you do that this week? Because that's the church. That's our purpose. And so if, if we're not going to live in our purpose, then what? What are we going to do? Did you live sin? This week we're talking about discipleship, another word that we use often in the church, and, and, and we're going to break it down a little bit and talk about what does discipleship mean. And I'll just get straight to it this morning. Um, discipleship is this. It's learning, learning to live what you profess to love. Megan talked about a few weeks ago in our series, Mercy, what do you love? What do you love? And discipleship is learning to live what it is that you profess to love. It's practice. It's a, it's a verb. It's active. It moves away from empty talk into application of what God has asked of us. It's learning to live what we profess to love as Christians. I was sitting in Lamar's 
uh, this past week with a friend and uh, the, the TV was on and I was, um, you know, I just got to think it was a, you know, a talk show, the news was on and um, this, you know, last couple of weeks, you know, we don't have many channels in our house and, uh, but it seems like every channel that we do have, somebody has their own talk show on there. And I was just been thinking about it. There are more talk shows and more talk show hosts today than ever. Because we live in this culture, we live in this society where we love, we love to talk about what's going on. We love to talk about problems, we love to talk about whatever, the weather, doesn't matter. Anything that we can dig up, anything that we can fill space and time with, we want to talk about it. And we'll bring people and we'll sit in on this, we'll have this panel and we'll just talk about different issues going on. But the, 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 the deal is, is that why we love to talk about them we don't love to be obedient. We don't love to walk it out. We like to sit on this panel, or we like to have people over, or we like to sit in a coffee shop, or we like to sit in meetings, or wherever it is, and we love to sit around and talk about things. But we have a hard time walking it out. We talk about how it's difficult. But at some point, it's going to come down to making a decision. Are you going to make a decision to be obedient to what God has asked of you or not? Because he's given us purpose. He's given the church purpose. He has given you purpose. And it comes down to, are you going to choose to be obedient to what he's asked or not? Are you going to choose to be obedient to live out your faith, to share your faith? Or not? Discipleship is moving away from talk into action. It's learning It's learning about who God is. It's learning about his nature. It's learning about who he's asked you to be so that you can go live it out. Learning to live what you profess to love. Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 says this. This is at the beginning of Jesus' ministry. It says, while walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers. This is Jesus. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to him, Jesus says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men, is what Jesus says. Here to Peter. And Andrew, his brother, who were casting a net into the sea, fishing. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So there's some things that we see here about discipleship as one is this. It's following. It's following Christ. It's sitting under the teaching of Christ. It's what disciple, a disciple is somebody who follows the teaching of somebody else. And so Jesus is saying, hey, follow me. And I will make you. Jesus says, and I will make you. Part of discipleship, part of the nature of discipleship is there's transformation that happens. God molds and shapes you into who he wants you to be. That's what takes place in discipleship. Follow me, and I will make you 
fishers of men. See, there's purpose for discipleship. It's not just a principle that God asked us to do, but for the sake of doing something. He says, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. See, part of our, part of our strategy, you know, strategy, Sabbath, disciple, sin, what's the purpose of discipleship? To send you out. It's not just this principle we've decided is a good thing to do. Discipleship is with the purpose of equipping you, strengthening you, to then send you out into the community. Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. It's following Christ. It's submitting. When he says, I want to make you something, it's submitting to the pressure of this word. I will make you fishers of men. In order for you to be shaped and to what God has for you, you have to sit underneath the pressure and the weight of this word because discipleship is learning. You gotta learn. You gotta be in the word. You've gotta sit under it. You've gotta sit at the feet of what Jesus, you know, Jesus' life. And you gotta let the weight and the pressure of his word mold you and shape you. Because the reality is this, you know, Jesus says, tells the disciples, follow me. The reality is you're going to follow something. You're going to follow something. Whether it's Christ or whether it's something else, we are all, all going to be influenced by something. Discipleship is following Jesus' word. And letting the weight of it compress you and mold you and shape you. It's like you ever squeeze lemon in your sweet tea or an orange. And you squeeze it and you just watch the juice come out into your drink. What, 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 if your life were squeezed and you were under pressure, what would come out? What would come out? What would, what, would, what, what, what would be revealed as you got squeezed and pressed on and you felt the weight and the pressure? What would come out? Would, would, would it be an indication of you've sat under this word? When you go through difficult seasons, trials, you don't understand, you're frustrated, you're angry, you don't know why, what comes out of your life in those moments? It's all dependent upon what you sit under. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. We talked about last week. Wise is the man who captures souls. Jesus is saying, telling his disciples, hey, come on. I'm going to transform your life. And I'm going to send you out to capture souls. I'm going to send you out to be a light to other people. It's a wise objective. And discipleship is training in righteousness. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Flip to Romans chapter 12. 
Romans chapter 12, starting in verse 1. It says, I appeal to you, therefore, this is Paul speaking. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. Because of God's mercy, Paul's saying, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Verse 2, do not be conformed to this world. Back to sitting under the weight and the pressure of Scripture. The reason why we sit under God's word to us, if we don't, we're going to be of this world. And Paul here is saying, because of God's mercy, present your bodies as a living sacrifice and do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Discipleship is about replacing, part of, part of the nature of discipleship is about replacing what is ungodly with what is godly. From your actions and your deeds to both and, and, and your thoughts. Because how many of us struggle with these ideas, these thoughts, these lies that Satan speaks over us that I'm not, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm not equipped, I'm not loved, I'm not worthy of love, I don't have purpose. I don't have what the person next to me has. I got the short end of the stick, yada, yada, yada. We all have these things that whisper in our mind that aren't true and aren't of God. And part of discipleship is letting God's word replace those things in our head. But ask yourself the question, honestly ask yourself, when those thoughts come into my mind, where do I go? Am I going to sit under the pressure and the weight of his word? Or do I, do, do I run down that path? Do I start to believe those things? Do I start to sit in this, this pit of my own pity? Part of discipleship is replacing perspectives. I mean, imagine the disciples as they walked with Jesus saw the signs and the miracles that Jesus was performing, listened to his teaching, the Sermon on the Mount. Imagine what it is that they saw. Don't you think their perspective, their mindset was changed? They didn't get it right all the time. And they missed some things that Jesus was saying. But think about this, in Jesus' ministry, before he, before he started his ministry, why did, he, why did he even call disciples? Why did he even call people to follow him? Because he could have went out and did his ministry on his own, not brought anybody along with him. He could have went to the cross and died for our sins and paid for them. 
Why did he call people along with him? To be transformed. And also for this, part of the nature of discipleship, it's transferable. Which means as these disciples were sitting under the teaching of Jesus, as they were following him, Jesus comes to the end of his ministry and says, now I'm sending you to go make disciples. Discipleship is transferable from God to you, which means you have an obligation to sit under his word. And then you have an obligation to bring somebody else alongside of you. Who are you bringing alongside of you? Who are you investing in? Because I guarantee you the person sitting to your right or your left is battling with a situation in their life or with a thought that's ungodly. And who are you bringing alongside with you? Who are you helping replace those ungodly thoughts? Because there's a person in your row who's about had enough. There's some of you in here this morning that have about, you've had enough. And our purpose, part of our God-given purpose as a church, as a believer, is to grab that person and walk in discipleship together, to sit under God's teaching together, to encourage one another, to go, hey, what you're doing, what you're thinking, those things, those aren't of God. And that's not true about you, and there's a life more fulfilling for you. And so let's, let's, let's walk that out together. Let's start replacing some of these things. But what about that sounds like sitting around and talking? It's going to come down to we're either going to make the decision to be obedient to what God has asked us to do or we're not. Because we, we all need each other. We all need each other. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So if you want a visual, a picture of discipleship, my wife and I were sitting out on the deck last night, and she looked up to the moon, and she goes, hey, there's a, you know, a half moon, you know, tonight. It was, probably wasn't exactly half, it was, you know, in one of those phases close by. But I got to thinking about that, and I got to thinking about discipleship is a lot like the phases of the moon. It's about this journey to completion. Discipleship is about a journey into completion, this walking into the fullness of what God has for you. So you think about if discipleship is walking into the fullness of what God has for me, being a complete person, why would I not pursue that? And why would I not choose to walk that out with the body that God has given me? The people that God has given me. Look up at the moon. When I look at the moon, I get excited um, when I see a full moon. There's something about sitting out there and seeing the bigness and the fullness of a full moon. I don't really get excited about crescents, crescent moons or half moons. When you, when, you, when you see a full moon and it's bright and it's shining and it's glowing, it's good. 
And that's a lot like discipleship is we're walking in this process, this journey, this process of sanctification, being made new every day. We're walking in that to completion. What do I mean? Flip to uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. Second Timothy chapter 3, again, this is Paul writing here to Timothy, who was his partner in ministry, who he discipled. Discipleship is transformational in your life. It's also transferable. You're supposed to disciple somebody else. And this is who Paul's writing here, writing to here is Timothy. Chapter 3, verse 10, says, you... However, he's talking to Timothy, you, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch. Ask yourself this. Would you want somebody to mimic your life? I mean, it's kind of a bold statement here Paul's making. Paul's saying, I'm living for the gospel. I'm living as a a, a living sacrifice for what God has asked me to do. And and so he's telling Timothy, you, however, have followed my teaching. You followed my conduct, my aim of life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness. Paul's telling Timothy, hey, follow what I've been doing. Would you want to tell that to somebody? Hey, follow what I'm doing. Are you sitting underneath the weight of this word so that you can grab somebody in the row next to you and go, hey, come on, follow me. As I follow Christ, you follow me, let's go. Which persecutions I endured Yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted, while evil people and imposters will go on from bad to worse. If you're not sitting under the weight of God's word and his teaching, we will go from bad to worse. They will go on from bad to worse, being deceived If you're sitting under the weight of God's word, you will not be deceived. But as for you, Timothy, continue. Here's the subject. Continuing. Continue. Press forward. Keep going. Don't stop. Don't become stagnant. Don't look back. Continue. And what you have learned and have firmly believed, there's progression here. Continue. And what you have learned and have firmly believed, knowing from who you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, learning scripture, continue in learning scripture. Continue to sit under people who mentor you. And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. 
Verse 16, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That the man of God may be complete. Just like the moon. Just like a full moon. Scripture is training in righteousness. It's training in godliness. When we sit underneath the weight of scripture and we learn it and we learn to live it out, it is training us in godliness to where we can walk into completion. Not only completion, but equipped for every good work. Equipped for every good work. The purpose of discipleship is to be equipped for every good work. Because God is asking us to strengthen our hands for the work. Strengthen your hands by sitting under the word of God and by walking it out with one another. Equipped for every good work. Because we can continue to talk about, you know, ministry initiatives and things that God's laying on our heart that he's asking us to pursue. But the reality is, is if we don't strengthen our hands, if we don't disciple one another, if we don't sit under the teaching of God together, we will not, we will not go out and do it. We will not accomplish it. We won't be compelled. And so everything that we seek to do will be draining. It'll be life-sucking. Equipped for every good work. All scripture is breathed out by God. Do do, Do we get that? Do we get that? This very word that you hold in your hand is the very word from God's mouth, the creator of the universe, the author, the perfecter. This is his word. That he inspired men to write for you and I. For what? In order for what? So that you may be complete. That you may be complete by being a disciple of Jesus, by being a follower of this word. You may be complete as a person. The fullness of what God has called you to and equipped for great purpose, great work. That is why God has given us his word. Do we treat it like that? Do we treat it like that? And when, and when people come to us in seasons of difficulty, do we, do we take them? Do we take them here? Do we take them to the word of God, the perfecter, the author, the creator of the universe? Or do we give them our spinoff version of what we think, our own perception, or what we heard on Ellen the night before? Or do we take them here? Because discipleship is about sitting under the pressure of the word. Discipleship is something that God has asked the church to be about, and it's something that we're going to be about. And that's part of why it's in our, it's in our strategy. 
to disciple people because it's what Jesus modeled for us. And it brings us to completion. And it equips us so that we can be sent. And if you're going, where do do I start? Who do I start with? We begin life group signups next week. Life group signups start next week. Where you'll have the opportunity to meet in a home with other people and to sit under the weight of God's word and move into completion, to replace lies, to tear down the shelter that you've built up that's made of lies, to be encouraged, to be inspired, to be equipped for good work, to have community, to have fellowship. You have the opportunity for that. Sign up, start next week. Life groups kick off September 16th where you get to engage in discipleship with other people. The question is, are you going to choose to be obedient or not? Because maybe, maybe you may have to say no to something that you're engaged and involved in right now. Is it, is it going to be part of who you are? Is discipleship going to be part of who you are? Because God says it's part of your purpose. And if it's part of our purpose as children of God and it's part of our purpose as a church, are we going to go live that out or not? Are you going to make room for what God says is important or not? Are you going to put yourself in a posture to be made complete, equipped for every good work? Or are we just going to keep sitting around like, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my life. I don't know what God wants of me. I don't feel equipped for anything. I can't do anything. Are we going to continue in that? Or are we going to move towards completion? with intentionality, with purpose, so that we can be sent out. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. That the man of God that the man and woman of God may be complete. Ask yourself, because I see some of your Facebook posts and your Facebook posts would lead someone to believe you're not satisfied, you're not fulfilled, you're not complete. God is saying, Come sit under my word because I want to complete you and I want to equip you. Are you going to be obedient? Because there's somebody in your row and there's somebody at your workplace tomorrow 
that needs you to grab a hold of them and to shake Satan's whispers out of their life. Somebody in your row right now, somebody at your workplace tomorrow that need that, that need that freedom, will you take them to this? Let's pray. God, we're thankful that you've invited us in, that just like Jesus called his disciples to come follow him so that they could be shaped and molded and formed like the potter forms the clay so that they could get to see the glory, get a change in perspective to be renewed in their mind. They were invited in so that they could experience completion. So that they could be equipped. So that they could see the things of God. So then that they could be sent out, given the privilege to partake in kingdom work. Because discipleship is training in righteousness. It's learning to live what we profess to love so that we can partake, God, in your kingdom work. And that's a great privilege. And so we thank you that you invite us into that work. And God, we want to get out of our own way and step into the things that you say are important. And what's important, God, is people. That's what you said about us, is that we're important to you. That's why you invited us in this. And those people, people that were around are important. And they need, we need each other to walk alongside of each other. Underneath the truth. Learning the truth. Applying the truth. We don't need any more talking. God, We want to be people who will walk in what you purposed for us. So God, we thank you for inviting us and walk with us. Don't leave us. Walk with us as we pursue discipleship together. Amen.